Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hustle. I'm Travis Apple, and I'll be your host of this podcast. After spending my entire career in the sports sales industry, I wanted the opportunity to give back, to give back to those individuals that want to get in this business, or for those individuals that are in this business that want to continue to excel at an elite level. For those of you who know me, hustle has always been important, hence the name. This podcast is presented by General Sports Worldwide and the Clubhouse. GSW is certainly picking up steam in search, recruiting, training, and consulting. The Clubhouse is a career development platform consisting of monthly webinars, in-depth training vault, job board, mentorship platform, blogs, and a focus on mental health. Be sure to sign up for a free membership at theclubhousecareers.com. In addition, thanks for everyone that has supported the book, Hustle Your Way to Success in Sports Sales. For season three, I'm going to have the privilege of sitting down with industry experts to discuss their career path, three key topics that are current in the industry, three hustle hot seat questions, three pieces of advice, all under 24 minutes. Now on to our guests this week. Being experience is valuable in general. Being able to experience a variety of industries and a variety of revenue verticals has helped our next guest really excel in her career. I'm excited to have Lindsay Schwartz, SVP of Partnership Management at Tappet. Lindsay, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Lindsay, certainly excited to talk about your career. And as I kicked it off, you've had experience in ticketing, partnerships, working on the team side, the brand side, the agency side, as well as now really in that vendor space. And so what's the one common theme you've seen in all of those experiences? Yeah, I'd say the common thread is the need to um, solve a problem, whether that's for a client, a partner, customer, vendor, um, the the need and the ability to solve a problem for your customer. Um, and I think those that are successful in doing that um, challenge the status quo and, and push the limits. And they don't take the adage, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, they want to break shit and they want to break it, rebuild and always have the mentality that there is a better way to do something and being uh, comfortable doing that. Couldn't have said any better, right? It's like there, in this world, as everything evolves around us, we can't stay status quo, can't check the box anymore. And so for yep. you, just over two and a half years ago, you decided to take that move into that vendor space with Tappet. And so first, what's your elevator pitch for Tappet? Yeah. So I'd say, you know, my 30 seconds spiel is that Tappet is really a data aggregator through the vessel of a contactless payment solution. So we are a white label, um, either mobile app or RFID payment solution that connect all of the endpoints and points of purchase throughout a fan, guest, um, customer experience in a um, closed loop environment. So think stadium, retail, et cetera. And so um, we're able to connect all of those different endpoints and really bring that all together to be able to have a singular view of one person's purchasing behavior within a venue. And then, you know, the team, venue, operator, whomever owns all that data, and they're able to really glean a lot of Um, insights into what their guests are purchasing and doing within their venue. And so you can look at it at a macro level and really impact maybe your operations or, um, you know, certain efficiencies within your operation, or you can get really micro um, down to the individual and start to impact um, a fan or guest experience Um, And our secret sauce really is our ability to integrate into 
any um, vendor or solution and connect all of those endpoints. So we are Switzerland, we are white label, um, and we are agnostic across all platforms. You know, it's certainly a unique tech technology as well is because it can be really used to your point in brick and mortar stores, mm-hmm. casinos, events, games, airports, and certainly an interesting technology that can track anything, you know, from the, the macro or the micro level. And so as you look at like, what does your day to day look like? Um, not to sound cliche, but no day is the same. Um, I oversee all of our partnerships from a global level. So there's probably a third of my time that is spent supporting my team and supporting current partners. Um, And that really looks like, you know, uh, being a consultative arm for these teams, festivals, venues on how to approach um, a contactless landscape. And so everything from marketing, promotions, incentive, creative, what is that fan journey and how can we drive as much adoption and engagement with your guests as possible so that you get the value out of the data. That's really the end goal, right? Is to get as much usage of our product and solution so that that data becomes more and more valuable. Um, There's probably about a third of my time that is Um, focused on supporting new business. So, um, you know, we have a whole new business team and when they're, you know, maybe at the 20 yard line, 15 yard line, they um, can bring me in and I can start to really um, bring that vision to life and talk about what's worked for other partners um, and, and try to help navigate some of that. And then, you know, probably another third is just like miscellaneous, whether it's working cross functionally with you know, the tech team or the operations team. Um, and then, you know, trying to figure out ways just to make the business better um, is, you know, we are in a hyper growth stage. So um, we are continuously evolving our product. To your point, no day is, is the same, certainly. And so, you know, Lindsay, for you, going back to the beginning, you start your career with the Cleveland Cavs, worked your way up really in that ticketing vertical. And then as you think back to your time then, What advice do you have for your listeners on just dominating the day and every single day early on in your career? Yeah, this answer probably evolves a little bit, but I would say right now there's a couple things. I would say, number one, be curious and flexible. You know, when you are super young in your career, you just want to be a sponge. And and there's the typical elements, right? Work hard, do the extra, be a sponge, be creative. But um, I also think consistency is key. You know, I was never a top performer, um, but what my colleagues and leadership could always expect from me is that I would show up every single day do the job, do the work, um, and put in the effort and really be consistent with my work product and my work ethic. Um, And then I would say, lastly, have a ton of negotiables. As you grow in your career, your negotiables will get um, smaller and your non-negotiables will get bigger. But when you are early in your career, be curious, be flexible, and have a ton of negotiables. Yeah. That great, great advice. And so, you know, to your point on the negotiables, right? It's, it's, hey, you may have to be willing to relocate. You may have to be willing to take something at a lesser title or a lesser financial because of the long term gain. And so, you know, as you think about the negotiables, you were building your career in the ticketing side of things. And then post your ticketing time, you then join Legends in the partnership space. You spend five years there. And in Legends, they pretty much spider web in a variety of different verticals. What was that experience working like and and what were some of your main responsibilities there at Legends? 
Yeah, Legends was such a transformational and kind of special time in my career. I think back on it and the people so fondly. Um, when I joined Legends, I was at the you know I was at the Cavs in tickets, and we were in the middle of an NBA lockout. Um, I really at that point wanted to transition into sponsorship service and activation, but we were in a lockout, hiring freeze. There were no opportunities, and so I was really at a point where I was wanting more for my career. And I had stayed in contact with Mike Andrego, who hired me in Cleveland and then had moved on to Madison Square Garden, and then found his way to Legends. And we had a conversation. He's like, you know, we're we're building out this sales vertical, excuse me, in this consulting vertical. Um, and I don't really know where it's going, but it's exciting. And all I know is we need support. And, you know, I, I you know, Drake's is to this day, a, a mentor of mine. And so I said, screw it, let's go. So I, I moved um, back to the East Coast and really joined Legends in this undefined support role. And so as Legends would get new accounts and new, um, uh, venue contracts, I would partner with the sales lead and help identify talent and hire their team. You know, I spent a good portion in ticket sales. I knew what a, a, a qualified candidate looked like. So I would really help build up these um, premium and ticket sales teams. Um, and then through that, we hired a head of HR and my role naturally just kind of morphed into an HR role. Um, so it had a lot of that recruiting, but um, I really became an HR generalist, which is nothing that I ever wanted to do. Funny enough, my mom was an HR generalist her whole career. Um, and it got to the point where um, I was doing more of the HR generalist stuff and not a lot of the recruiting stuff, which is what I really loved. And so I was working with um, Mika Morris at the time, Mika White, and she was building up the One World Observatory team. And this last role that she had to hire was a hybrid sales activation um, partnership role. And I went to brunch with her one day and I said, I have a great candidate for you. And she's like, oh, great. Tell me about her. And I was like, it's me. Hey. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm, I'm really fortunate that I had the support. Mika was super supportive. My current leader at the time, who was the head of HR, um, was really supportive of my move. And then, you know, the leadership within Legends and One World Observatory. So I made that pivot to um, the One World Observatory partnership team um, and, you know, spent spent a little over two years in that role. So um, Legends was my first taste of like doing a lot of random things almost, but somehow connected the dots yeah. pretty, pretty nicely. It came together. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, then Lindsay, from your time there, you then take your talents to to Octagon, which is a global sports and entertainment agency. And as you think back to your time there, what are some of the key characteristics and work traits that many of those top people in that sports and entertainment industry brought to the table each and every day? Yeah, great question. Um, I think a sense of self. Um, and I, I purposely don't say confidence because I think confidence can be manufactured and faked. Um, and so when I think of sense of self, I think of um, someone that um, has the ability to be really, really confident in their decision-making skills um, and the ability to navigate a multitude of challenges and be able to formulate kind of solution-based thinking. Um, I think a key component is that critical thinking yep. um, 
skill, but paired with the ability to make decisions and the ability to be so secure in yourself and your decision-making ability that you can um, react and, and find solutions within the business. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Again, we're here on 52 Weeks of Hustle. The guest today, Lindsay Schwartz, SVP of Partnership Management at Tappet. And so, Lindsay, you know, let's get into the three hot topics now. So, so question one, you've always been one that I've certainly respected. You're always willing just to take the risks, knowing that you there's very high calculated risks. You've also been very innovative and we kind of talked about your career path. What advice do you have for the listeners that may help them be just more innovative and willing to put themselves out there in this business environment? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the biggest ones for me is um, identifying what motivates and inspires me um, and then aligning those values with the work that I'm doing. I've never really been a subscriber of um, needing to be overworked and and um, in order to succeed. I, I don't live by the notion that I um, work to live. I live to work. Um, and I think I've done a pretty good job of knowing what I value, um, which is work-life balance, mental health, culture, camaraderie within an organization, and really um, understanding the values of the organization. Um, and then using those as kind of my compass of, of how I navigate my career. Um, I followed my gut. Um, I didn't put too much pressure or stock into maybe what my peers would think. Um, and I've really just, just tried to know what I value and make sure that um, as long as that was being met, um, I'd be okay. Great advice. And as you think about all the emerging technologies in the sports and entertainment space, and, and you're obviously now in that space right now with Tappet, what are some key trends that everyone in this business should be thinking about as it relates to tech? Yeah, I mean, I think... Um, uh, particularly in the payment space, which is even back to my Octagon days, you know, working on the MasterCard account, I've kind of um, had this little niche of, of payments. And I'd say um, biometric payments is, is going to be huge. I think in, I don't know, five to 10 years, we will all be paying with our face um, or our fingers or whatever identifying um, element on our body. So I think biometric um, payments is, a, is going to be a huge trend that we see. And then certainly, um, cryptocurrency um, and and as a day-to-day currency, right? As um, the kind of way to pay. Now, you know, 
what Apple Pay is to us now, right? Everyone pulls out their phone or their Apple Watch and and double click. So I think I think that's probably a little bit of the trend. And the the unique and fun and interesting thing about tech is that it is consistently evolving and inventing itself. Um, so it's wonderful yet extremely challenging for companies and businesses to stay current on what the trend is and you almost have to be 10 steps ahead because by the time you get finished building what the current thing is it's old it's obsolete yeah exactly it's obsolete right so that's what we um you know at tap it are constantly doing while we are making sure that our core product is is delivering it's thinking about the next 6 to 12 to 18 months and how that landscape is going to continually evolve no, absolutely. In, in in general, right? Whether it's technology or something else, it's always what is that proactive mentality and mindset that you're putting in every single day? And so, so finally, question three, Lindsay, you've had a wide variety of experiences in sports and entertainment. And so as listeners think about being very well-rounded in their overall career, what's your advice on being coming as well-rounded as possible, whether it's moving roles or moving companies? Mm-hmm. Um, so I talked a little bit about like identify what motivates and inspires you, um, which is great. I would say then be willing to be okay with the notion that that will evolve and change. Um, I think too often people get in their mind that they, you know, are on a path to be a ticket sales executive or a sponsorship executive or a marketing executive or whatever the case may be. And they might find themselves in a position where, they're either unfulfilled or uncertain, and they're scared to look at different paths because they think it might um, knock them back a few notches or you know take them off the path. And I just really encourage people to be okay with the notion um, that what fulfills you might change, and it's okay to do that. I certainly have done that multiple times in my career. Um, and so I've been not only open, but actually really welcoming to the concept that what I want for my career um, might be different. And when people say, what do you see in five years? I have no idea right. because what motivates me now and what fulfills me now could be, you know, I might not even recognize myself. Um, yeah. So I was always really confident in my um, decision-making ability that if something came my way or an opportunity presented itself, that again, if it aligned with my values and I felt like it would fulfill me, I was, I was okay. Um, and I, I'd say that's probably my biggest piece of advice. You know, I think, and Lindsay, you might mention this early on too. What's a lot of very important is like, is it your choice? You don't have to worry about what other people think, like yeah. it's what motivates you and what dominates you. So Lindsay, such a great career. And as you think back, what's been your best memory? This is a hard one. Um, but the thought that keeps, you know, coming to the top of mind is probably the opening of One World Observatory. Um, it was a really small team. We spent a lot of time together. It was a lot of really long, challenging um hours and, and elements to navigate. But, um, you know, when we had that ribbon cutting ceremony and got to see a piece of New York City and such a vital piece of New York City be restored, um, there was something really, really special about that project. No, absolutely. Lindsay, ton of great advice. Certainly fun to hear about your journey. To close it out, I like to put our guests on the hustle hot seat. So you ready for this? I am. If you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, 
this is a tough one. Um, mainly because I just like to eat a lot of different things. I would probably say uh, hibachi. Well, I like it. If you could have any actress play you in a movie, who would it be? Oh, um, Sophia Bush. If you hosted a talk show, who would you invite as your first guest? Um, Jay Shetty. Um, he is the author of Think Like a Monk and the host of my favorite podcast, which is called On Purpose. Outside of 52 Weeks of Hustle. Outside of 52 Weeks of Hustle. I assume that would come oh, That's amazing. Well, <laughs> I, I appreciate the support, even if I'm number two. Uh, well, Lindsay, to close it out, I like to, you know, as you think about all the advice you've given, what are the top three key takeaways you'd give every listener to be in your shoes one day? Um, I think the first one is to be flexible um, and open with your negotiables, but unwavering in your values. Um, I believe you can be successful in your career and be fulfilled personally, both simultaneously. Um, second would probably be to trust your gut and welcome the evolution of what inspires and fulfills you and be okay that your path and your journey can evolve. Um, and it should be welcomed. And then the last one, um, I think high performers don't necessarily equate to strong leaders. And so as you are working through your career journey and your organization, um, you know, figure out what it is that, that you want for your career and then align that. Um, I think that empathy and compassion are underrated um, skills as, you know, a leader. And uh, we are all human beings. We're navigating a really, really tough world um, and environment. And so just be kind. Couldn't agree more. Great, great advice there. Being flexible, trusting your gut. And, and I like what you said at the end of the day is like, you don't have to take one path. Yeah. If you want to be in leadership, find ways to be a great leader. If you just want to be a strong performer in, in revenue or marketing, continue yeah. on that. So great advice. You certainly had a great career. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And I certainly appreciate your time and expertise. Thank you. I've had a great time. I appreciate it. Again, this is Travis Apple. Thank you for listening to 52 Weeks of Hustle. Please be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be back next week with another industry leader. Have a great week.